Welcome back. Can you breathe? Yeah, I'm good. I wasn't prepared for that. That was about as long as our hiatus. Yeah, it was pretty long. It was, what, two weeks? It was, I don't know, it feels like it was at least two weeks. It took forever to get this basement done. Uh, plus the holidays and families and all that stuff going on. That's right. Um, so we do offer up a, manda- not mandatory, but uh, I don't know. Um, we, we apologize. <laughs> we only half mean it, but we, we apologize <laughs> for not being here. I fully um, mean it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I apologize. Um, so Ed apologizes fully. Fully. <laughs> uh, Please do not impeach me. So, <laughs> so Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. If you don't celebrate anything, enjoy your time away. I hope you did. Um, happy Happy New Year. I think everybody at least yeah, New Year's that. is a good one to say happy. Um, and we're happy to be back. 2019. A lot of big things going on. If you saw um, our Facebook, Twitter, as we were out. Um, we have new bowl champion for these Bearcats. That's we, right. Won the uh, military bowl. We have a new arena. We are going to have a new Bengals coach. Um, head coach, anyway. Um, we have a new MLS soccer team. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been super exciting with... All the changes going on. Oh, and a whole new Reds regime. Forgot about that. Oh yeah. So uh, with uh, Mr. Bell and the other big news. Welcome to 2019 and uh, your entire new Red sports landscape. I guess. I guess our whole new entire Cincinnati sports landscape. Right. New, Everything's new. Yeah. New baseball coach. New football coach. New soccer team. Luke Fickle still God. Uh yeah yeah. So uh. Without further ado, we are going to get into these Cincinnati Bengals. I wasn't ready for Bengals. I'm sorry. We didn't go over the order before we started. Rusty! (laughs) He did! Double dip on the ice cream cone! Uh, That sound. That's like the only good thing that came out of this season. We need new sound. That's the only good... That's the only sound clip I could get from... Marvin doesn't give sound clips. I mean, he's gone now, so we'll see. We put the new coach through like a, I don't know, test session of a press conference. Um, I think there's other people who are more qualified to do that than us, but I think we can handle it just fine on our own. Um, so as you all know, we did finish the season last place in the AFC North. Uh, we finished with six ten six wins and ten losses after what started out as a four and one start. Um, Marvin Lewis is gone. So, Marvin Lewis got here, and we hadn't won a playoff game in 12 seasons. When That's he got true. Here. Marvin Lewis is gone after 16 seasons. And that's crazy that he got here, and when he got here, there were kids being born that are now driving. To put it in perspective a that's, little bit. That's an interesting way of putting it, yeah. Um, the Bengals now, as of this past Sunday, uh, to the date, I believe... Um, haven't won a playoff game in 28 years. That's crazy. Uh, but we are interviewing head coaches. Yes, we are. Well, 
I mean, the ones that will talk to us. Before we get into head coaches, Ed, um, and kind of before we get into the kind of some of our thoughts on who's available, who we've interviewed, all that, um, what are your takeaways on the season? Like, how do you feel? Obviously, we know the season was a dumpster fire, to say the least. That's true. Um, just with all the injuries, because we weren't just bitten by the injury bug. The injury bug took over and wiped us out like the Black Plague. Um, I think we finished with, what, 16? Like Something like 16 people on IR. I should actually have that stat here somewhere, but I don't. Um, again, rusty. But, um, yeah, we, we were decimated. It wasn't... I mean... That, and that's I think that comes down to what our, our problem was this season. I mean, well, one of our problems of many is that we just there wasn't there was nothing. There was there was no when people got injured, the next man stepped up, and then that person got injured, and you know yeah, we were we were out like five tight ends or something crazy at one point. Um, so I know that people are going to say, well, the defense wasn't injured that much, and so that. You know, how are you going to say that this defense has, you know, they had two of the highest paid, paid players on the team um, in Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins on those new, new deals that we were excited about. Right. Um, but the, when it comes down to defense, defense can't be good when the offense isn't staying on the field. No. Uh, I think the defense ended up playing a grand total of, as far as like actual game time on the field, like three games more than the offense. And that can't be good. No, that's insane. I mean, it's just three full games right. more on the field than the offense. It, and that's why the defense. I mean, the They're playing tired. Exactly. When, when do you recover? That's exactly what You can't recover in game. You're playing three more games in the offense. Your, your paychecks aren't showing that. But no. <laughs> um, that's, that's crazy. It's, it's really inexcusable. Um, and I don't even know who to place that blame on. I don't know if I place that, that, but no. <laughs> um, oh. that's, that's like I said, that was so weird. That's just plain sound clips of, of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, are we still, we still, yeah, we're still right. <laughs> so we, uh, I don't know who to blame that on though. I don't know if you blame that on Marvin Lewis as a head coach. I don't know if you blame that on Bill Lazor as the offensive coordinator. Um, obviously we got rid of, uh, Terry, Terrell Austin as our defense coordinator. I don't even know what's on him. No, I don't think it's on him. Well, well no, no. I mean, we I, had the worst ranked defense when we got rid of him. That's true. Um, maybe we should have got him, gotten rid of him a little bit earlier. But again, I think I mentioned this earlier in the, uh, in the year that I think Marvin waited to not have to play against or be the defensive play caller against the saints. Right. So, um, I don't know. It, it, it just wasn't a very fun... T- I mean, it started off fun. It was, 4-1. and one. That, that felt great. It started off great. Uh, but after that, just not so much. Not so much at all. I think we can all agree that uh, Driscoll is not the quarterback of the future. No. I think that's safe to say. No, he is absolutely not. And there's still co- uh, some calling for, you know, Marvin's gone now. They're still calling for Andy to be gone. I see that, yeah. I mean, I've I've seen it all over different people's you know boards and what have you. Right. Um, I I feel like his contract and his skill set for his contract. If you're trying to build a winning team, um, you you can't break the bank on Andy first off, and I think everybody knows that. Right. Um, but it's also a very team favorable contract, and unlike the Ravens with Joe Flacco. Um. 
I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do as far as who they bring in. You feel like whatever head coach they bring in is probably going to want to draft their own quarterback at some point within the next two to three years. That's right. So we'll see if Andy ends up being the guy because he's shown that he can be MVP-type caliber in both the seasons where he's been injured. When Um, he stays healthy. mm -hmm. When he doesn't throw the ball seven feet above the receiver's head. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think Andy's a bad quarterback. Maybe if we do get the right coach in here, you know, Andy can, you know, they can do something with him. But, uh, you know, right now, you know, I think it's kind of be like, when Marvin took over, you know, we we had Kitna. Oh, not Kitna. Yeah, it was John Kitna. And then Fitzpatrick. Well, we had John Kitna for, what, two seasons for yeah. Marvin? Then we drafted Carson, and yeah. that's when it took over. So, you know, that that might be the fate of Andy Dalton. Who knows? We'll see. Um, so we talked about bringing a new head coach in, though. Um, some of the candidates that the Bengals have um, been interested in and – I believe all of these names that they've actually interviewed. Um, offensive coordinator Bill Lazor. Right. <laughs> um, the assistant to the regional Vice Hugh President. Jackson. Um, the special teams coach Darren Simmons, who's been here for six, 16 seasons. I think for he's been a while. here. Um, almost all, if not all of Marvin's seasons. Um, Quarterback coach for the L.A. Rams, Zach Taylor, who also was the offensive coordinator, I believe, for the Bearcats in Tommy Tuberville's yes. last season. Yes. Um, Shane Waldron, who's also an assistant, offensive assistant for the L.A. Rams. Uh, Vance Joseph, who was just recently fired as head coach for the Denver Broncos. Uh, offensive coordinator and former Bengal, Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs and T- Todd Monken, um, who is the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, some of the other guys that were names that were being kicked around uh, across the league, not necessarily with the Bengals. Um, Josh McDaniels declined to interview with the Bengals. Um, he's actually <laughs> declined to interview with anybody, though. Um, Mark LaFleur, who is, is it Mark or Matt? It might be Matt LaFleur. Um, he is now the Green Bay Packers coach. Um, he actually is a former Bengal as well. He was a quarterback, backup quarterback here. Um, and all the LaFleur jokes have come out from Dodgeball. Have you seen those all over no. Facebook and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Cram it up your cram hole, LaFleur. Okay. All right. I got you now. Because um, that was Vince Vaughn's character mm-hmm. in Dodgeball. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, who was recently signed as the offensive coordinator for USC is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't think he actually coached a game for USC. Um, and Bruce Arians is coming out of retirement uh, most recently with the Arizona Cardinals and is now going to be the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So three of the eight vacancies are filled so far. Teams still needing head coaches include the Bengals, the Browns, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. So I would like us to interview an actual head coach. Well, of the names that we had out there. Yeah, that happened. I'll fix it. <laughs> we have uh, Hugh Jackson as a former head coach. I think we all know how everybody feels about that. Yeah. When um, they fired Marvin and then called Hugh Jackson in right after the meeting, I was like, well, here it goes. Yep. This is um, what's going to happen right here. Vance Joseph is a former head coach. Um, 
Some of the other names that are still out there that aren't necessarily linked to the Bengals, but uh, Adam Gase, he was recently fired from the Miami Dolphins as the head coach. Um, Brian Kelly, his name's being kicked around in NFL circles. No. He was linked to the Tampa Bay job, um, but that obviously didn't happen. That obviously didn't happen if they signed Bruce Arians. No, I'll shut down the bridge. Um, Oh, I meant there'd be a separate bridge. He's coming from Indiana. Urban Meyer. He's he's now a name that's available, but Come he's on. he's going to be busy being a professor for uh, leadership skills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and in, I think it's leadership and integrity or something yep, like that's that. That's what exactly yeah. it was. Okay. I think wait, wait, there's something in there. Yeah. I feel like you just walk in and get an A as long as you know how to delete text messages. <laughs> <laughs> hey, raise your hand if you know how to delete a tweet. I do, sir. Show oh, me hey. how. Boom. Show me how. <laughs> and, and come over here and check out my phone. All right. Um, it's an Android. Is that okay? Chip Kelly. That's another name that's that's out there. Um, he, I believe, is still the head coach for UCLA. Um, but he is a former NFL coach of both the Philadelphia Eagles and, right. quick to forget, are uh, the San Francisco 49ers, as that was short-lived. Um, Greg Williams is currently the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Um, hey, he's done a pretty good job. He has. I don't know if – I mean, it, Baker's – Helps a lot, but it he's does. done a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, but another name that's out there is the offensive coordinator for the Browns, Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, well. Who is a running backs coach. And if you're looking for somebody who knows how to use Joe Mixon. Who says that next year we will not have a losing season. I I like the fire in that kid, man. That kid tells like it is, but and he and he wants to win. Now, if we're going back to the candidates that we've interviewed already. I, Vegas has Bill Lazor currently as see, the, the only one. Maybe he's the, he's currently the odds-on favorite to win. I out of everybody mentioned, I just don't want to go back to the the Bengals, the dark ages yeah, of right? the '90s. I don't want to just pull from the. You know what I mean? Like just out hey, of everybody that we next mentioned, man up. I don't I don't know who your favorite out of everybody that we mentioned is. Because um, if I'm going through it real quick here, and you can stop me if you see somebody that. Right. You want to talk about more. Um, Bill Lazor, he hasn't impressed me at all as an offensive coordinator. That's not to say that he couldn't run things as a head coach, um, but he's not shown me that he's a leader uh, of anything. Like, I I just genuinely – I don't think I like the guy. Right. Um, that's me. But um, Hugh Jackson terrifies me as a head coach here. Oh, it, um, it, it, we, need some, we need change, and so I, I think everybody knows that. I don't think it's going to be Hugh, and here's the reason why. I think the reason why Mike Brown made this move is because of his pocketbook. And it was he's people aren't coming, people aren't buying tickets, they're not buying merchandise, they're not, you know, like they were, and that was hurting his pocketbook. And I think he knows and I, I hope Katie Blackburn and all those other folks are telling him, uh, if you hire Hugh, it's not gonna change. What in the world? I really hope that's the case as well. Um, what scares me is I saw this little Gem out there in Facebook world. Um, a guy blowing up right now. A guy I used to go to college with, um, Ian Hummel, said, I just ran into Hugh Jackson furniture shopping for what appeared to be plenty of things for a new home. He was all decked out head to toe in Bengals gear as well. Get ready, hashtag Bengals fans. The worst case scenario may come true. I don't so, like it. 
for whatever that's worth. That's my insider information. Where was he buying this stuff at? I don't know. And that was one of the questions that came up further down the feed was like, is this furniture fair or is this um, hardware restoration? (laughs) 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 That's a fair question. Furniture fair means you, you got an apartment and yeah. you don't know how long you're going to be here, but Hardware you're tired of living in the hotels. Hardware restoration means you just bought yourself an Indian Hill. Yep. So, um, I don't know. That's my feelings on Hugh Jackson. you got to change things up. Darren Simmons, that's, that's kind of an intriguing one. He's been here long, a long time. Special teams has always been successful. Um, I will say that. Um, I don't know that you see many special teams coordinators running successful NFL programs as head coach, though. That's right. Zach Taylor, no-go on me. Um, he didn't do anything here with Tommy Tuberville. Maybe that could be blamed on Tommy Tuberville and his lack of recruiting skills it's a possibility. while he was here. But I understand that you're doing some big things out there in L.A., but how much of that is Sean McVay versus you? Um, Sean Waldron or Shane Waldron, I don't even know who you are. I got nothing on you. Um, Vance Joseph, if he came here as defensive coordinator, I'd be okay with it. Uh, I still think that we need – a new regime in here to yep. just get new voices, new outlooks on everything. Um, so I don't know how I feel about that, but he is young, and I feel like when he was here as a defensive backs coach, he was a hot commodity all of a sudden out of nowhere, which was kind of weird. But Eric Bieniemy, um, all the things that have come to light lately, um, if you want to Google it, feel free to go ahead. I'm not going to get into it, but um, there's a lot of things on. Uh, allegations that he's had in the different places he's been all the way back to college um, and that kind of worries me as your head coach huh. um, and then Todd Monken he's my favorite out of all these candidates actually offense coordinator for Tampa Bay he had the number three offense in the NFL this year as the offensive coordinator for quarterbacks that included Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick I think Andy Dalton's an upgrade on both of them um, if you can tell me who the running back is, I'll be impressed, Ed, for Tampa Bay. Peyton Barber. I knew that. You didn't. Um, which, again, Joe Mixon's an upgrade. You can make an argument that Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson may or may not be better than A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd. As a homer, I'm leaning A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd, but t- A.J. Green has to stay healthy. Right. Um, but that's still an upgrade, and... If Tyler Eifert's healthy, he's definitely an upgrade on... But Tyler had that one-year contract. He did. He's not necessarily coming back, but I don't know that anybody else is going to take a a leap on him. That's a good point. He may offer up a friendly discount to the Bengals because we've taken so many chances on him and he's continued to burn us with injuries. Um, Versus O.J. Howard and... um, um, the other quarter, uh, the other tight end for uh, Tampa. Um, I can't remember his name. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Yes. Um, well, Bill just tweeted me something. Michigan football. I don't know. This isn't an official Michigan football uh, uh, Twitter page, but it says, "Welcome home, Hugh Jackson, as our new offensive coordinator." For Michigan? Yep. Perfect. Love that. I'll start looking at Twitter. All right. Beats being here. Totally okay with that. Um, The Bengals have the 11th overall pick in the NFL draft. I don't know about you, but I think that pick needs to either be used on a linebacker or an offensive lineman. 
uh, linebacker because I don't see um, Vontez coming back next year. I'm more inclined to lean linebacker, but it's been a very long time since we spent a first-round pick on a linebacker. I want to say all the way back to Keith Rivers. Oh, wow. Wow. Since we spent a first-round pick on a linebacker? Because Ray Ray wasn't a first-round pick. Maluga, I don't believe. I Maybe he was? Anyway, it doesn't really matter. It's, yeah. it's been, either way, it's been a while. So... So nothing on Twitter. So Bill may have just sent us something fake. Bill lost. Fake news. Bill lost all of his. Uh, fake news. His defensive coaches to Ohio State, which is hysterical. <laughs> all the Michigan defensive coaches running away to Ohio State. So there is that. Um, moving on. Your military bowl champions, UC football. One deep safety for the Bearcats. Second and 10 from the Cincinnati 48. Willis with a short drop looking left. He's going to throw it deep down the left sideline. It is caught. No, intercepted. intercepted. The Bearcats come up with the ball. James Wiggins. Oh, my goodness. Came away with that football. He's being mobbed by his teammates and head coach Luke Fickle, who puts him in a bear hug on the sideline. Wiggins came up with the interception. And that should put it away for Cincinnati. I wonder if that was a catch and just ripped away, which would make it a fumble. Not that it matters, but what a play. Did you watch the game? I did. Did you? I did. um, It was on on New Year's Eve. Yeah. At noon. Yeah. Um, We beat Virginia Tech 35-31. to Where did I watch it at? I don't know. I don't remember, but I I did watch it, yeah. So that interception by Wiggins? Yeah. I don't know if you know this. Fun fact. Fun facts. Um, that was his third game-winning interception on the year. Well, that's a good fun fact. Uh, he's a sophomore. Oh. All right. So okay, that's one more fun. next year. That's, one year. that's an average of one a year. That's how math works. Uh, no. What would you say he was? That was his third this season. Yeah. He's only a sophomore. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Your math is broken. My math was broken. I was doing that common core. I'm not. Nope. That's not even how that works. I think it was. Your kids are in a world of trouble. Hopefully Michelle helps them with the math. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. I actually Um, changed my degree so I didn't have to take any more math. Fun story of the game, though. All season long. Cincinnati fans have gotten to fall in love with true freshman Desmond Ritter. It's a great story. He was injured in the first quarter, um, but he's been our quarterback since, what, the second series, I think, of the first game, Um, unless he's left the game early because we've been blowing somebody out. And way back when, in the first game, Luke Fickle told Hayden Moore, hey, at some point this season we're going to need you to be ready. Right. Hayden Moore, as a senior, was ready. Oh, Came in in the first quarter, won the game. And it wasn't just with his arm. He did some scrambling for first downs, and I think he scored a touchdown even. Um, But Luke Fickle finished season 11-2. I thought we were going to be better than 4-7 that we were last year. I never expected 11-2. Um, no, no one expected 11-2. No, no. I mean, I, no, definitely not. 
We finished the year ranked 24 overall by the AP. Finished ranked 23 overall in the coaches poll. Hell of a year. Oh, yeah. It was so fun to be a part of that season as a fan. It was fun to be a part of that season as a part of the crowd in the stadium. It was fun watching that season in general. Yeah. In general. With Ritter, freshman, you know what I mean? It It was just fun. And I think we talked about it before the season even started. I was terrified and nervous about Hayden Moore being our quarterback. Yeah. We Again, like I said, we got to fall in love with Desmond Ritter, and it's been really exciting to watch his development. Um, and then to see Hayden Moore finish it off in the bowl game, it was just it was a perfect storybook ending for a good guy. Like I mean, you even saw in the post-game interview where Desmond Ritter came over and just hugged him. And oh yeah, they like Hayden Morris tearing up and just it was an awesome ending to this guy's career here at UC. That's what I was trying to find. I think there was an an interview with him. He uh, just kind of stopped and he was like, "I'm about well, to cry." He, well, that and he talks about the same thing. He's like, you know, Fickle told mm-hmm. me, like, just like he yeah. said, and he said, uh, you know, I've been there for him all his season. You know, telling him what I see from the sidelines. Um, he's been there for me. He was, you know, telling me what he saw. On the sidelines, um, you know, in that final game. So. I don't think it's crazy to think that he's going to end up a coach much along the same line as uh, Gino Gadulli. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I can see that happen totally. I mean, that's what, I mean, like Ben, uh, was it Ben Mock? Is ben Mock, yeah. That's what he's, I think he's a high school coach now. Sounds about right. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes these guys, you know, they don't, they're not the flashiest and brightest and. Well, look at even Tony Pike. He made it to the league. He was with Carolina for a couple seasons. Yeah. And now he's doing his thing, flexing his wings as... Just announced it last night. He has his own uh, quarterback academy now. Oh, that's very cool. I didn't know that. He announced it during the uh, uh, national championship game. Yeah. On Twitter. That's way cool. Yeah. Um, In scarier news, Luke Fickle interviewed for the West Virginia head coach opening. And then West Virginia told him... So I don't even think he interviewed. Um, so he definitely interviewed. I don't know if you know this or not, but the I, I think it's the athletic director, uh, G-E-E, um, who is at West Virginia now, was at Ohio State with Fickle when he was there. Oh, okay. That and makes sense now. Fickle was reportedly offered the job, told it was his. To really? T- to take a leave. I'm reading this stuff on Twitter. Oh, um, and I it may or may not have been on the athletic, um, but it was reportedly his job to, to take have, a leave, yeah. and he declined. Immediately met with Bone, and this is a good story. Did not ask for a raise. Did not ask for a contract extension. Uh, my guess is he asked for the indoor facility. No. He actually asked for more money for his assistant coaches. That's an even better story. Yep. Which, I mean, he may have asked for an indoor facility as well. Um, One of the things I saw, the Athletics' Justin Williams, who's been on our show a couple times. Right. um, He did mention that, because people are are worried that if Fickle leaves, what's that going to leave for the guys who have been recruited to be here? Right. Um, And one of the things that Justin Williams mentioned was the fact that you have – former players like Mike Mickens, like Gadouli that are here, and they are literally gushing 
UC. Like, they love being here. They love being a part of the program, which is something we didn't see with Tommy Tuberville being no. here. Um, and they're recruiting locally again. Thank God. Um, you know, you see a Mr. Ohio in Michael Warren. Right. Who... And the man has some dance moves, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, behind the basket during basketball games. He can... That was just, I mean, that was fun watching his development as well because before He's the season again, well, we thought it was going to be Jared Dokes, right. and Dokes didn't right. play at all. That's the other cool story about this year. This, this Bengals football, or Bengals, Bearcats. Wow, Bearcats football season just been fun. Yeah. Fun. It, I'm excited for next year, especially now that we pretty much know that Fickle's going to be back, right. barring any craziness. Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as teams in the area, if like the only thing that I can think of teams in the area, because I don't think he's going to go far if he goes. Um, Notre Dame is maybe the only other team that he might run to if Brian Kelly bounces. That would be uh... no. I mean, I, and I don't think you want to go there because he's going to run into the same problem that Brian Kelly's running into is that they're not in a conference. That is a problem, and they're not getting. And you know, coming from Ohio State, he wants to go to that national championship game. I still wouldn't be surprised if he ended up back at Ohio State. We'll see what uh, Coach Day has to offer these Buckeyes. I don't want to hear you say that. I don't either. Yeah. But, um, that's all I got on UC football. Hell of a hell of a season. It was. I'm gonna miss it. I loved it. It was sad, a great. Sad season. to see it end. To be quite honest with you, I'm sad to see it go too. But and it, it, it's, it's moving in the right direction that's exactly what the first time we've uh, finished ranked since 2011 I believe it was so that's that's a huge accomplishment in and of itself that's what I was going to say so UC basketball Monsieur Brooks professor of mean and, mean and nasty and paint <laughs> I'll be standing in for the honorable Dr. Neville Pinto Mr. Trayvon Scott yeah, yeah! So that was a Microsoft sound. When did I start getting these? <laughs> Trump declares border crisis. Why? Be better, Ed. Why is Microsoft sending me these things about Trump? Be better. I shouldn't have to worry about that. Build a firewall around it. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. You threw in some. <laughs> so, you see basketball. We are currently 12-3 and three after dropping... The ball, literally, to ECU. That I think was final not... score seventy five seventy three. Um, what the hell? It wasn't good. I mean, I didn't get to watch that game. I didn't watch any, but I was busy with family. I listened to it in the car. I think, and I heard there was a lot of bad calls by the refs. But that's not what lost that game for us. What lost that game for us was allowing ECU to score seventy five points. Well, and uh, Dan Horde was saying that that was just ECU was just having like a game of their life. Like, can't miss. I mean, UC was fifty percent at one point, hmm. but they were missing. They were two for fifteen from the from, from the, the three. Oh, and Ooh. I think they only made one foul shot, one or two. That was what killed us. Is is the foul shots, the leftover points. Um, on the line, so that's just one of the reasons that we got killed. I mean, there's obviously a lot of other reasons, but so I'm gonna point to this game. Go for it and tell you that this game alone 
is a shining example of the fact that no one on this team is a true leader. Well, and there's that issue too. Yeah, We have a lot of guys who are gelling well, don't get me wrong, and they're all about team ball, but I still don't feel like Jaron Cumberland has fully accepted I'm a leader. I don't feel like our seniors in Kane Broom and Justin Jennifer have accepted I'm a leader. Justin Jennifer is having a hell of a season. That's um, absolutely with his, true. With his assist-to-turnover ratio. That's absolutely He is. It's breaking, like, recent records. Um, some of his passes in the paint. Oh, that, that behind the back? Yeah, behind the defender's back. Yeah. Underneath the hoop. Yeah, that was that was a nice, re- like, that's good for replay. <laughs> but it's not good. But it doesn't the, get you a W. Board. I mean, we, we still lost. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, haven't been to as many games this year as I've been to because most of our games, I feel like, at this point have been home games. Um, and that's obviously going to change with the conference schedule coming up. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just want to see somebody out there on the floor barking at people not like Michael Jordan barking at people but like telling people where to be like if Justin Jennifer is going to be the true point guard he needs to be out there calling the plays no stagnancy like running the show right um Kane Broom same thing when he's on the field I feel like he's still playing a ton of iso ball um the last game that I got to go to against Tulane um it was good to see like Rashad Fredericks hitting some threes. It was good to see some of the guys who don't normally get involved in the game getting like involved game. in the game. Um, we, I think we scored almost 100 points that game. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, everybody getting involved, everybody touching the ball, rotating the ball all over the place. Um, and, I, again, I didn't watch this game, unfortunately, um, so it's hard for me to talk about it. But it's, I don't know. I just I don't feel like there's a true leader on this this team right now. And I, yeah, I think you're right. There's not. Well, we know it. There's not. And Jaron hasn't stepped up just yet. He needs to. Mm-hmm. He needs to. I mean, he stepped up in his in his gameplay. You've seen some flashes. Yeah. Of it. You've seen some flashes because again, in the Tulane game, looking at it more recently, um, he took over at one point. He was making threes all over the place. Um, he wasn't afraid to drive. He wasn't afraid to kick it out. Um, and, you know, you like to see that kind of stuff out of a guy who's a potential leader on the team. Right. Um, you've also seen those same type of flashes in, you know, here and there in Justin Jennifer. In Nicer Brooks and the big men, They you can tell him and Trey Scott and Saseme and uh, Diara, like, when even when they're leaving the court, they're, like, linking arms um, up in the air. Yeah. Like, oh, as they go out. Like, they're jacked. They're, they're all... And the, and the defenses defenses are having a hard time with them. We saw that with the Tulane game when the guy had to had to pull uh, Sosime down to the ground. Mm-hmm. Got the flagrant. Just, I mean, he was just getting aggravated. Yeah. I mean, when you can't, you, you can know. see it in UCLA. Yeah. They, they were getting aggravated with the bigs, and yeah. that, that guy running out there, he looked like Cheryl Miller running around out there in his short shorts with his long hair, <laughs> um, and that was kind of weird. But outside of that, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you could see it. That dude was huge. He was so tall, and you know these guys were still having their way with them. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we have dropped all of our games to top twenty-five teams. We've now dropped a game to a team ranked in the NET score in the two hundreds. Right. We're not looking great for trying to get into this tournament at the end of the year, unless we win the. Uh, we we can't really drop anymore to 
like stinkers like this. No, we for can't. For lack of a better term, uh, we can't have any like bad losses like this if we hope to get into the uh, the tournament at the end of the year well, without and, winning the conference. And listening to Mo today, he had um, I can't remember the guy's name from um, was it Barstool? No, Bleacher Report. I don't remember who, but he had a gentleman on. And he said it's a, there's a strong possibility that UC will not make – I mean, I guess not strong. He said there is a real possibility that UC will not make the playoffs this year. Or the playoffs, the tournament, the tournament this year, yeah. Might have to win the tournament, the uh, the conference tournament, just to get in. Ooh. And that's that's not a good look. No, that's not. Um, Looks like Nerland's Noel has been – is unconscious and had to be stretchered into the uh, locker room. Yikes. That's not good. Um. Uh, What's been your biggest surprise of the of the season for the Bearcats, this young Bearcats team? Oh man! Um, while I you're think, thinking about I, it, I think I'll, I want to see it. Well, go ahead. While you while you're thinking about yeah. it, uh, Keith Williams has been my biggest surprise. Well, that's obvious. Still continues yeah. to be my biggest surprise. Um, I've also been pleasantly surprised in how how well they've shot the ball since the Ohio State game. Okay. Because I was very nervous about the offense. And they've definitely turned it around. Even um, Trevor Moore finally hitting some shots after he couldn't even hit the rim for a little while there. That's true. He had the yips almost. He was looking. He was afraid. It was after Mick yanked him in that one game. He was just afraid to play. What's what's uh what's the one dude who's got some shooting issues in Philly with the Sixers? Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name either. No, I can't. Um, but think of it he, he was reminding me of that, like where he's got the yips, can't hit the, can't hit the rim, can't. I, it was crazy. It's not a good look. No. Um, but he started hitting some shots, which is good. Um, what's your biggest surprise? Uh, I think the big men. Okay. People like because um, we uh, haven't had Scott. Yeah. And and Susime, and I, I've been surprised that we haven't seen more. Play time out of um, Mamadou. 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 I'm on the Mamadou crew, um, but I think it's the big men, the the play of the big men. I was afraid because, well, I mean, Kyle Washington, as much of a big man as he was, you know, I was afraid that we yeah. had lost that with him. Yeah, but um, they haven't really missed a step. I, I actually think that um, Nasir Brooks might actually be better than Kyle Washington. That's a strong, yeah. You got a case there. You got, I think, you got a real case I think case an argument there. can be made for that. Absolutely. And I'm almost more excited to see how Sesame develops because he's a bruiser down there. Not afraid to throw his weight around. Um, what's your biggest disappointment? This oh, year? Greg said it was Markel Foots, the guy from Philly. Markel. Markel Fultz. 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 I was going to say Foots. What the hell are Sorry, you talking I about? I can't, I can't uh, read what, that. What's been your biggest disappointment this year? That game? Um, I mean, I didn't come in with real high expectations, okay. right? It's like Justin told us. Uh, you know, this team may not win a lot of games, but they're going to be fun to watch. So that's mm-hmm. the expectations I came in with. Okay. Um, they've been fun to watch, and they've won some games. Yep. Um, so, you know... A lot of Bearcats fans, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, fire Mick Cronin after that yeah, loss. There's been a lot of that on, on ECU, Twitter. Which, by the way, if you're saying that, go jump in the Ohio because <laughs> Mick has done 
more for um, this team. Uh, he took it out of the scrap heaps, but whatever. Uh, yeah, we can't get past the second After round. Adam Kennedy <laughs> ran yeah, it into the ground. Too. Well, actually, actually, Nancy Zimfer destroyed the whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, I think the star of the year so far, I think maybe possibly, I'm, I'm going to go with this, is Mick Cronin's brother, Dan. <laughs> Behind the bench. If you just watch that man behind the bench, he's so excited. He dances. He does. He, uh, he's animate. He is. He's the star of the year. I think. I feel like he needs to find that Mick Cronin diet, but well, that's not nice. But yeah. if for the longest time, I didn't know that was Mick Cronin's brother. I thought it was the guy that's from. Why? I thought it was the guy from uh, a Pawn Stars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back and look at some of my tweets, I'm like, why is the guy uh, from Pawn Stars sitting behind the bench? And then I found out it was Dan, and he's a good guy. So so my biggest disappointment has been our show out against the uh, the top 25 teams. Oh, yeah. Because obviously I wanted to get at least one of those. Uh, my other disappointment is kind of a weird one. Um, as the always optimist uh, afford these UC Bearcats, um, I want to see more Logan Johnson. I want to see more Logan Johnson, too. And I feel like early in the season, as well, Mick was playing more Logan Johnson. And we've seen less and less of Logan Johnson as of late. Well, and I, he did that with an, another guy. Um, well, at the end of the day, you have two point guards that are seniors. And you have Logan Johnson, who's a freshman. Right. And I think some of that plays into it. Um, I think we all know at this point that Mick plays guys based upon how they practice, and maybe Logan hasn't figured it out yet as to how hard to go and practice in order to get that PT on, on the court. Um, or he could literally just be falling victim to being a freshman behind two senior guards who have been very good. There's there's that chance. I mean, he he started off the season for us, right? I mean, he he's that after he didn't, the, he didn't after the OSU game. I mean, he 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 started off playing more. Well, I mean, he started the um, the light. I think the the spark is yeah. what I'm looking for. Oh yeah, I mean that without OSU, a doubt. OSU game and mm-hmm. then the game after that. Um, but I mean, he'll be. We got. I know we got plenty of time more with, years him, with him. But I'm wondering if he couldn't be that spark right now. Oh, he probably could. When you're losing games and, to ECU, and don't think Mick's not going to mix up that rotation. Uh, he's, after always, that, he's always altering. He's he's oh, yeah. always the architect. After that sure. loss to ECU, he he'll mix up that rotation, and we might we might see him come off the bench more. So strong possibility. That's uh that's our thoughts on these UC Bearcats, and we're gonna move on to one of the topics that I've been more excited to talk about than probably any other topic since our hiatus. The Cincinnati Reds. That will forever be our until the until somebody convinces me otherwise. <laughs> until somebody offers up something better than Saved by the Bell. Well, I mean, we always have the together again. No, I don't want to go back to that ever. You don't ever want to go back to that. Uh-huh. I, I love Maybe that Maybe if one. there's like a... It's a lonely walk right when the okay, red... Okay, all right, that's fine. All right. So, we finally got rid of Homer <laughs> Bailey. We, we did it. We did it. 
the Reds, mission accomplished. The Reds have been listening finally, and they decided that they needed to be better in the most un-Reds way possible. They finally got better. Like, how did we actually get some some good players? They traded the blackest of holes for this Cincinnati Reds team to the LA Dodgers for left-handed pitcher Alex Wood, outfielder Matt Kemp, and the one who I'm most excited to see, the bat licker, the bat flipper, Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig. Have you started following him on any social media? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? He's going to hate it here in Cincinnati. I don't think he will. He likes sunshine. Because he has his BFF in the dugout. That's true. He kisses that man every time he hits a home run. I don't know if you heard that story or not. No. Um, so obviously, like, well, I don't I'll know if you sit here like what are you talking about. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this or not, but Yasiel Puig had to defect from Cuba to get to the United States, and he and this this coach, the coach was talking about how he had been like through abandonment and what have you as as a young person. And apparently they really, like, hit it off on this story and became best friends. And ever since then, our new hitting coach from L.A. and Yasiel Puig have been a bromance. And Yasiel Puig comes and kisses his head every time he hits a home run. And for, for everyone who's saying that Yasiel Puig is a cancer to the locker room, I don't think the Reds make this move if... He doesn't have the stamp of approval from the hitting coach. Well, that's true. I'm I'm excited about it. I just think he's gonna hate the weather. So we also got Cash, and we also got Kyle Farmer. Always like getting Cash, um, who is a prospect. Uh, I believe he's a backup catcher, first baseman. I can't remember anymore. I don't either. Um, we also gave up prospects Jeter Downs and Josiah Gray. One of those two names, I believe it's. Jeter Downs. I could be wrong. Could be Josiah Gray. Um, one of them was in our top ten, number eight overall, ranked um, by somebody out there. <laughs> who <laughs> somebody? Somebody ranked him. It's been a couple weeks since I read all these articles, um, but it, it, he was ranked number eight in the system uh, for the Cincinnati Reds uh, as far as the farm goes, and uh, the other was just down with the, the Dayton Dragons. Um, so just in class A ball. Um, I mean, I don't think we gave up. I don't think we gave up a lot. We're out three million dollars on the deal altogether. That's it. No I mean, more Homer. Yeah, exactly. Who, That's the best part. If you don't remember, he was one in one win, uh, nineteen losses and in the game. Refused to come out of the bullpen. Refused to come out of the bullpen. He was hot garbage. Um, from all accounts that I can tell, he was an asshole to work with. Um, as far as the media goes, um, uh, Marty hated uh, Marty him. Marty hated him. Marty hated him. Mar- Marty, bye-bye. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's gone, finally. Even even when he wasn't here in the bullpen, like in the dugout, like when he wasn't active because he was either injured and rehabbing or what have you. Right. We won more games when he wasn't here. Exactly. Exactly. Good Lord. So, prayers were answered. Puig's here. He's he and Matt Kemp. You got to figure they're going to hit a bunch of home runs here in a smaller park than L.A., which is a pitcher-friendly park. Um, 
Also, I don't know if we ever talked about this before the hiatus or not. Um, the Reds trade, yeah, I think we did. Um, Tanner Rainey for Tanner Roark. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, so with all these additions between Alex Wood, Matt Kemp, Puig, Roark, um, we have an entirely new coaching staff. Are you excited about this upcoming season? I'm starting to. I'm stoked. I was not I was not going to invest in this season unless they made some moves. Um, they made that move, and then, like, I don't know, maybe three days later, I went and signed Parker up for the Reds Heads Kid Club, Kids Club. So I don't dance now. I make money moves. That's interesting that you pulled that one out. <laughs> so do you, at this point, believe that management is trying? I, now I do. Yeah. Especially when they said uh, that that's not the the only move. And They said uh, they still have moves to make. Dallas Keuchel has Keuchel, not, thank you. He's yeah. not been signed yet. But we're still in the hunt, apparently. We are him. still in the hunt. Or in the running, I guess. Um, so I feel two different ways about this. I'm excited. I believe that the coaching staff is trying this year. Yeah. I believe that they are making the right moves, and I feel good about the moves they are making. With that said... It pisses me off that they waited this long to just decide, you know what? We actually do have money. We can do this. Now that that you guys aren't coming, we're going to quit trying to just milk the teat that is the the Reds here and quit trying to be a middling team, and now we're going to decide to spend money. Where was this two, three years ago? Instead of having to believe that they're rebuilding and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, what the hell? I honestly think that they were expecting Homer to come back with more fire than he came back with. It's and taking everything I have not to just go berserk in a awfully worded rant about yeah, him. Well, you can't do that. I know. But I think I do think they thought he was going to come back a little bit more fire than he came back with, and and, and well, obviously he didn't come back with any fire. So I think after that they just you know, and then obviously just like the Bengals, people weren't showing up to the Reds games. That's hurting the pocketbook again. That's my point though. Is yeah. now they're deciding to spend money. Why weren't they doing this when people were coming to the park? Obviously, a lot of teams do that though. It's garbage. It's a terrible business model. Well, I, I 100% agree. It's Don't a terrible say business st- model. sustainable. Just put a winning product out there. So I will always be a small market, but it's gross. I hate it. But you know who's excited about that trade? And another person who got me excited about this season is Amir Garrett. Yeah, he should be. He's on Twitter just telling people, like, this season. Well, and so are the guys who are here. I haven't seen Matt Kemp actually say anything no. since the trade. No. Um, but Puig's excited. Yeah, he's, he's already wearing a Reds hat. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> Immediately, happened. Immediately, like the day after, he went out and bought a he went out and bought a hat. Yeah. Like I don't think that was just sent to him. He went, it looked I think cheap. he went to the local lids <laughs> and bought cheap. one. Yeah. Um but no, I'm I'm excited to have him here. Um Alex Woods already out there saying, hey, you know what? We're gonna be somebody to to be actually fearful of this year. Uh we're gonna make some noise. Yeah. Cool. You just got here. That's not anything Homer was saying. We're worried <laughs> what his next injury is. Bone spurs. Congratulations. Why didn't you have him worked on four months ago? We're too busy hunting. With his arrow tattoo. Anyway. Arrow always goes forward. I hate that guy. <laughs> um, 
the silver lining is he was immediately released by the LA Dodgers, and now he's not currently employed. See ya. But the total Reds thing to do, Cincinnati thing to do, it'd be for us to pick him up. Shut your mouth. Which is what Greg wants. Shut us your to mouth. Do. Just, just shut your mouth. I'm just saying. Just I shut don't your want mouth. It to happen. Just, just shut your mouth. Could happen. Shut your mouth. All right. Moving on. FCC. I believe in Ryan Geist. I believe in new bars. <laughs> I believe in all of those things, sir. <laughs> Here's my money. Take it. I can't get enough of that remix, and I hope they play that at, the, at Nippert this year because it's straight fire. They're putting down new turf again at I know. Nippert. Yeah. Jeez, the Bearcats are making out on this deal. Yep. It's amazing. So they released the schedule officially uh, for the MLS. And our first 10 games are a little daunting. I think our season's going to be daunting. It will be. I mean, as an expansion team, that's to be expected yeah. in any sport. Yeah. Um, eight of our first 10 games are against 2018 MLS Cup playoff teams. Rut row. That's not good. Um, our season opener on March 2nd is against the Seattle Sounders, who happen to have... You know, only one of the most hard places to play in all of sports, uh, as it's the same place the Seattle Seahawks play. Yeah, March second, dude. That's the day before my birthday. Oh, but it's in Seattle. It all is. Right, well. Yeah, that's literally what I got done saying. Sorry, I was pulling up the schedule. So I could follow. <laughs> um, our second game is in Atlanta against the defending MLS champion. Atlanta United, United FC on March 10th. Then finally, we have our home opener Woo-hoo. in Nippert on the 17th of March against the Portland Timbers. Portland Timbers. Let's take a look at these ticket prices for this game. Yikes. If I want to sit in club seats, <laughs> you just go right to the top. Yep. Um, I can't tell you because I can't figure out how to use this website. What do you want? Uh, FC Cincinnati's website. Go to SeatGeek. Um, oh, it's because it's only season ticket information right now. There it is. There we go. Probably not available in the general public. Yeah. No. Uh, other games of note to be interested in, at least that I thought were of note. Guess who's coming to town? Uh, is it the Columbus Crew again? Well, yeah. We have two games against them. Hell both is he- real. Both here and there. Um, they're going to be here. On August 25th. Before that, though, we go to Columbus on August 10th. Those are notable games, as that is the Hell is Real matchup. Are you going to say that you're excited about the Los Angeles team? I am. Yeah. I think a lot of people are excited for that LA Galaxy team. Yeah, because the Zlatan is going to be here. Zl- oh, I forgot Zlatan. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. He's going to be here a week after my birthday, June 22nd. The Zlatan will be here. How do we get an interview with him? I mean, I just want to be there. Because I feel like he's going to be just... 
<laughs> you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm just pointing at me like, hey, uh, it's me. I'm the Zlatan. I'm here. <laughs> Hello, you, Cincinnati. You, you can my, worship me now. It's my first time I here. I am here. I feel like he'll probably take off his shirt and run around. I don't care about this chili. I'm Zlatan. I am the Zlatan. You will respect me. <laughs> the chili. Who do you think wins in a fight? The Zlatan? Or, uh... Oh, what's... 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 Uh, Texas huh? Ranger. Chuck Norris. Uh, Chuck Norris? Does he? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He might pass the crown to the Zlatan. I don't know if Zlatan's gonna do that for us. <laughs> um... Also, just for a quick reference, um, I know I mentioned that eight of the first 10 games are against 2018 MLS Cup playoff teams. Um, there are 12 teams in each conference in the East and the West. Cincinnati, of course, is in the Eastern Conference, and seven of the 12 teams in the Eastern Conference will make the MLS Cup playoff. Looks like Greg's excited about Zlatan as well. Is he? Are we allowed to be excited about Zlatan? Why can't you be? I yes, mean, you can be excited okay. about the Zlatan. It's, He's coming here. Me. He's like the biggest star to come here. Out of anybody? He yeah. might be the biggest star in the world coming well, here. That's true. Because soccer's so much bigger can nationwide. Make, can we make signs? For the Zlatan? Yeah, like Zlata Cincinnati or Zlatanati. I think you should... Oh, we can't do that. Paint your chest. <laughs> Maybe after all these DDP yoga workouts. <laughs> <I can> warrior pose. <laughs> Oh, you got anything else? I'm just stretching my DDP yoga. Um, no, I mean the season. FCC. I'm excited to see what's going on. Greg um, also said he's excited about Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. What team is he playing for now? I don't even know. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm he just got arrested. I'm going to be new to this. That's what I think. Let's talk about that for a second. Wayne Rooney got arrested. Oh, did well, you know that? Well, he was like being. Drunk and disorderly in an airport or something. Forrest Lasso is my new favorite player. Yeah? He tweeted a video of himself in the gym. I w still would have thought it would have been Emmanuel Ledesma, being that he retweeted a tweet of your son. Well, I mean, he can be. I can have two. Mine's still the Zlatan. Zlatan. Make a trade. Can we make a trade for Zlatan? <laughs> Probably not. LA is not getting rid of him. Can we talk to Mr. Bearding about that? Um, we moving on? Or we yeah, we can move on. I think it's just going to be an exciting season. That's what I have. Well, if Bill wants to tell us who uh, Wayne Rooney's playing for. It was great. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to follow us. It's been a while since I did this, since I <laughs> forgot to do this on our last episode. Uh, we are on Facebook at Pardon the Punctuation. We're on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy. We're on Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Phone lines are open, right? Yep. Phone lines are open right now. We're live. Um, you can call us at 513-818-2077 uh, with your questions, comments, feedback, and hot takes. You can check out our website. Um, we have some blogs up there. Feel free to let us know if there's anything you want to write about with the new regime for the Reds, the new regime for the Bengals, the new... FC, MLS team. Um, if you want to talk about the Bearcats, whatever it is you want to talk about, we'll probably put it up there after we edit it out. Um, you can check out our website, though, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. 
Also, that email address to send your submissions for the blog are is at pardonthepunctuation at gmail.com. Also, we're on YouTube. Yep. I believe all you have to do is search Pardon the Punctuation and subscribe. Pull right up. We'll be there. We'll have this Smash audio. Smash that like button. All I right. I say that. Uh, we'll have this video up there and all that. Also, we have a t-shirt giveaway going on right now. Yes. Because, uh, Ed, I'll let you talk about it. Yes. So, uh, the uh, Best of Cincinnati 2019 is coming up. Is that for Cincinnati Magazine? City Beat. There it is. Yeah. And um, so, uh, you can write us in under Best Sports Coverage. Uh, so, you just go to Sports and Recreation. Um, go down to Sports Coverage. Um, pass up all the other ones. Um, and then write us in, part of the punctuation. Now, also remember, for your vote to count, you have to like, tw- or you have to vote for 20 different things. And there's a lot of other things you can vote for on there. Um, best food in Cincinnati. Skyline. Best donuts in Cincinnati. Marcellus. Um, oh, God, there's all kinds of best auto shop, best dealership. Uh, your favorite Cincinnati athlete for the Reds, the Bearcats. If you're listening and have one of the things that's on there for us to vote on, let us know, and we can see about promoting you up and you want to promote us. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. We'll do all that. Uh, oh, Greg said that uh, Rain Rainey plays for D.C. United. Um, you I can write in in every category. Like last year, uh, for best Xavier player, I wrote in Jaron Cumberland. Um, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't get added. Uh, but they say that once they get enough requests for write-ins and they put them in um, as, a, as a vote so you don't have to write them in anymore. So, that's just good exposure for us if you want to help us out, please. It's a long shot. We'll take it. Also, uh, we're going to have on Twitter and on Facebook um, the link to all of this. And if you don't mind hitting share so that other people can see it, check it out, and hopefully write us in as well. And then if you take a screenshot of your write-in showing that it was submitted and post it um, on our um, our Facebook page uh, comment, if you just post it on the Facebook page, if you just want to direct message it to me, that's fine. I don't care however you get it to me. I will put you in the, lo- in the drawing for a free Part of the Punctuation t-shirt. We appreciate you. Of your choice of size or color. Is it a one-time it- vote or is it, can you vote every day? Uh, it's one-time vote per email address. Okay. So if you have multiple email addresses like I do, then yeah, go for it. All right. So there's that. Only one submission per person, though, right? Per email address. As far as a free t-shirt giveaway. Oh, yes, please. All right. Let's give everybody a chance. But if you have other email addresses, help us out. Yeah, help us out. We love you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Ed, you ready round third? I am, but I, I, don't, I don't have anything for it. I do. Um, oh, you have audio for, for no, it? No. Oh. Texas Forever Street. Texas Forever. <laughs> Yo, everybody, listen up. Let's do it. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. All right. I'm going to make a t-shirt. So, which of... The new starts for any of our city's teams are you most excited about? Ooh, um, Reds. Same. Yeah. I, I was really depressed this summer. <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. I didn't go to a game. I didn't I, even go to Reds Fest this I didn't watch. I had, I found access finally um, through a login that oh, yeah. I had. 
um, but finally found the app to gain access to watch Reds games, and I think I watched two. It wasn't. They weren't worth watching. No. They weren't worth watching at all. I feel like every game we're automatically at least in the game with the new lineup that we're putting out there right yeah. now. And we're not done. Yeah, if I'm excited we can add, about it. If we can add Dallas Keuchel to this, holy-ish. I want a Puig autograph. Um, I told Danielle that I want the... Oh, the jersey? T-shirt. Not, I don't want the oh, full the jersey. Oh, the t-shirt jersey. I want the t-shirt jersey. They're on sale I now. I don't think I want the full jersey yeah. just because... Uh, yeah. They're on sale now at the gift shop. They are. At the team shop. But yeah, I'm same page. I'm excited about that. Um, have you been watching the FCC construction cameras? Negative, Ghost Rider. Yeah, no, if you go to the uh, FC Cincinnati's website, you can click on uh, West End Construction. So it's for the stadium? Yeah, and they have two uh, webcams up there. Weren't they still just talking about that like a couple days ago before they even got to start construction? Yeah, I've been watching them for a few days now and, and not a darn thing is made. <laughs> Not a thing is missed. Just watching the pigeons. Yeah. Oh, this guy's walking around the site, but that's about it. All right. Like a zone guy or yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard hat and everything? Oh, yeah. There's def- they left the, the restrooms there, so that's good. The porta potties? No. The, so it was, like, it was an old high school stadium, so oh, yeah. they have like. I forgot the, about that. Have know, they even like, just like the restrooms we Have they even finished Northwest. demo yet? Oh, yeah. That's all demoed. All it's right. just dirt now. But potties. It, well, like the ones we used to have in Northwest, the concrete building. Like the trough? Oh, I don't know about that. I just looked inside the restrooms. Why would I look inside? It's just a webcam. You said it was like Northwest. I'm just saying the... Wasn't there troughs at Northwest? The restrooms, the building where the restrooms are housed is like at Northwest. What was your favorite Christmas present this year? Oh, um... Man, I got a lot of good ones. Uh, the wife got me DDP yoga, so Michelle got me DDP yoga. For those of you who don't know who DDP is, Diamond Dallas Page. Former, Although the uh, only awkward, wrestler. the only awkward part of the DDP yoga is I did the first is DDP? one. DDP? Well, no. Uh, <laughs> you, the final one, uh, the final pose. Uh, after you do each pose, you you, you have to do the diamond cutter. So you got to put up in the air like this, and then come back and stretch. Put your arms into a T, and then you got to flex and do the Hulk Hogan. And I hate doing that to my TV every time. So, as you well know, I listen to Dan Levitard like every day. The Dan... Oh, I can't do that. forgot. <laughs> when DDP first came out with DDP Yoga, yeah, they had him on the show. And they literally got into a fight. Oh. With DDP. I'll have to pull that up. He ended up cussing them out. Oh. And... After he was talking about finding your zen and everything like that, he got so annoyed with them, he ended up cussing them out, calling Dan a monkey or something like that. Oh, jeez. It escalated quickly. It escalated pretty quickly. And it was hysterical and fantastic radio, it's, and it's never, I will never forget that. And that's the last impression DDP ever made on me. That's never good. Speaking of wrestling, though, RIP, Mean Gene. Oh, man. Hate to see you go. Mean Gene Oakland was the man. He was also a friend of Dan Lebetard's. Yeah, but I got a lot of good. I got a lot of good presents this year. I got. I mean, just I got a lot of a lot of thoughtful things this year. My mom got me some uh, cast iron skillets. Nice, because I want to make like baked beans on the grill and stuff. Okay, so um, got some stuff I can use. I got tickets to Hamilton. Oh yeah, from the wife. I never saw you use a Hamilton man. Oh yeah, I mean Billy Hamilton, obviously, but the soundtrack's gold. Oh, I haven't listened to the soundtrack. Get hip. All right, I'll get hip to that. I'll get on my Spotify. 
Is it my turn? Oh, yeah, it is. Um, are you any good at ice skating? Yes. Okay. I can make it around. Um, it takes me a couple minutes to get the blades going. Well. <laughs> make sure, like, get my bearings. Um, it's been a couple of years, but I've I never, gonna, like, had issues. Like, I was going to suggest that you get on uh, Rob's uh, broom ball team, but I'm worried about your shoulder. Me too, yeah. actually. I still need to get PT done. Yeah. Um, my nephew, Liam, is going to be doing hockey up in Massachusetts here. Oh, that's cool. Um, this year? Question mark? Um, did you do anything fun and exciting during the hiatus? Um, like, like, did you watch Bird Box? No. Or did you redo your basement? I did, yeah. I redid the basement. We got carpet down here now. My feet aren't cold on the ground anymore. There's less echo. Less echo. Uh, I feel like the heater's not going as much. That's actually a good point. We only went once tonight so far. Uh, but no, it looks good down here. And then the boys will have their uh, playroom here in a little bit. So, I mean, it's good stuff. The fridge got downgraded. But... Yeah, that happened. I might have to get a mini fridge. My turn? Oh. Um, are you excited for this Kanye West, Joe Rogan podcast? Absolutely. We talked about it earlier this week. And I feel like, first off, everybody hates Kanye for multiple different reasons. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> there's a lot of good reasons that people hate him. Um, I still think he's a fantastic artist. And some of the stuff, like I just got hip to a new song that I didn't know about today. My wife sent me a text showing what she was listening to on her phone, on Spotify. Um, did you know Kanye West and Chainsmokers did a song together? No. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, so I got so hit. When to did that they do that? Me. I don't know the answer to that question because I check out New Music Friday every Friday morning before I go to work. Download all the new cool stuff to my phone so I can listen to it at work without streaming or anything like that or having to download it while I'm there. And yeah, um, I did not know this was a thing. Is this one of the remixes? I um, don't know what I'm pulling up right now. To be honest with you, I thought I had it turned down all the way. It sounded dumb. That sounded like Kim. Um, yeah, so yeah, like um, I'm excited movie. to see what Joe Organ has to say to Joe, especially since he wants to talk about. Is it? It says is Kanye. Oh, it. And the chain smokers? This song is called Kanye. Featuring Siren XX. Yeah, that was it. Oh. I thought so maybe they collaborated really together. But I think it's like, I want to be like Kanye or something like that. That might be why they were making fun of Kim at the beginning of this video. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, maybe they didn't collab. But yeah, they just say I want to be like Kanye or something. Try. Um, I don't think Joe Rogan's going to let him get away with any softball questions either. So. I don't either. Yeah, that's not his style anyway. He's definitely going to ask him if he does DMT drugs. or whatever. Like that. <laughs> if he does, he does drugs? Yeah, he probably... <laughs> Dude, this may be like the Elon Musk interview. They might start smoking it up and drinking whiskey. Um, But it'll be okay because Kanye won't lose his job the next day. Uh, C Greg said Kanye needs to drop Yandi already. I don't know what that... Oh, that's the new album he's working on. It's supposed to come out on yeah. Black Friday. But he had to go back and re redo it. Oh, um, he, and then he had all that Drake beef and all that. And yeah. Couldn't get off Twitter. Whatever. Um, no, I mean... 
I wish he'd chill it out on the political stuff because I just don't like my politics mixed with what entertains me. Right. And I'm a little tired of everything political anyway. But yeah. without getting any of that, um, I also don't know that I enjoy his bleached hair. I think that's kind of a weird thing. But outside of all that's those fair. things, um, I still think he's a great artist. And he's always coming out with something new and different. Um, she take my money. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm in need. What did you do for New Year's Eve, Ed? Oh, man. Uh, had pretty exciting New Year's Eve, actually. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we went to get hibachi. Um, we with went the, to... With the volcano and the, be- oh, yeah. oh, the, beating, yeah. the beating heart rice? No, our, our people don't do the beating heart rice. Oh, yeah, I just did the volcano. I guess. Everybody oh. know what this is? And I said, Have you onion. Seen, you've seen the beating heart race. Yeah, right? oh yeah I've All seen right. it, yeah. Um, and then we went to Little Miami Brewing Company. Had a couple beers. I've not been there. It's pretty good. And uh, then we went home and watched a movie. <laughs> yep, really exciting night. Good movie, though. Game night. Maybe we'll go to Home Depot. Maybe we'll go to we went there the Bed next Bath & Beyond. Beyond. No, we did. Know. Oh, we went to Home Depot New Year's Eve, too. <laughs> uh, some um, Christmas decorations for the yard that she wanted were 75% off. They're still out there. They're, well, yeah, those it are. was 60 degrees today. Well, I was working. But anyways, uh, we bought... They, they were originally $50. Mm-hmm. Got them for twelve fifty. Nice. Yeah. So, you know. Was that thanks to Rob Shealy? Yes. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, one of these things have Nailed gone on sale. It. Who's going to know? Rob will. Um, did you have any resolutions for New Year's? Um, actually, I have one, but I haven't completely thought it out yet. DDP yoga? No. Uh, more giving back. Two. Like, so this this is a let's do long story short. Long story short, Michelle was in this thing with the city of Cincinnati Chamber yeah. of Commerce, and um, their leader. Um, does something every Saturday called Saturday morning basketball okay. um, at uh, a basketball gym somewhere for underprivileged youth, right? Mm-hmm. Kids are discipline problems and stuff like that. And uh, the her group, um, as a thank you to him for leading them through this stuff, um, donated like I want to say it was like twenty five hundred dollars to this organization, right? Yeah. And he's like, this is going to get these... And he got emotional about it. Like, yeah. he got... And he was like, this is going to get these kids lunch. This is going to get these kids... Like, he, he got real emotional. And I was like, dang, I want to be passionate about something like that. Well... So, I think this year I'm going to find something that I can volunteer my time, whatever time I have. Maybe I can help you out with that. Okie dokie. Um, a friend of mine, her name is Brittany. Okay. She does something called Maslow's Army. I know what Maslow, yeah. Down on Fountain Square every Sunday morning. Um, Trey Hopkins was there helping out this week. Okay. And right now they're really in need of toothpaste donations. Oh, okay. For whatever that's worth. I could do that. So, um, she actually is out here on the east side also. Cool. Um, We can talk later about that if you want. Yeah. Um, sure go. Okay. Uh, your thoughts on Kanye... I'm sorry, not Kanye West. I already thought about that. Your thoughts on Little Wayne's outfit last night during the halftime of uh, the national championship game? I saw somebody compare it to the Pigeon Lady from Home Alone. Did you see the one to the Hamburglar? No. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't watched the actual... the actual performance. I watched like two seconds of it. But I did listen to the Imagine Dragons Little Wayne single that dropped today. 
after his performance. I did not know that was. I didn't. I didn't know that. It's it's on Apple Music. It didn't I can show tell up you on that. Spotify. Well, Apple Music might be better. Did it? I don't know. Um, but I found that today and got to listen to it. And for everybody who's saying that the halftime show sucked, um, the actual recording sounded pretty good. Although it may be the first time that I've not ever that I've heard Lil Wayne rap without doing his um, traditional like Bic. Oh, yeah. He didn't do that. Um, I'm going to guess because they were Mormon and asked him not to, but I digress. No, there's nothing on Spotify. I feel bad about that. I feel bad about that. You're up. Are you hoping for snow this weekend? Um, no. Me either. Like, I want to go down to the car show, the cavalcade. Cavalcade of Friday. customs. Um... Saturday we have something going on. I can't remember what it is right now. And then Sunday people are coming over. So no, I don't. I'm not excited about snow. I'm like, I don't like snow. That's not bad. That's actually really good, actually. I like that. I like that. I'll play it for you later. Alright. You got one more? Uh, you're up. That was my last one. Are you hoping for snow? Oh. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Yep. Uh, what'd you think of the Christmas present that I got you? Tell me more. Oh, okay. I didn't give it to you. Hold on a second. For those who are listening, I already gave that his Christmas present, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Holy-ish. I got one, too. I just got a PTP t-shirt. I got one, too. Don't forget, you can get yours, too. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation, on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy, on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Feel free to give us a call. You can leave us a message at 513-818-2077. You can check out this entire episode on YouTube. Check out our website, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. And you can email us your blog submissions at pardonthepunctuation at gmail.com. We did this once. We did. Yeah. Just want to throw it out there again. Felt right. <laughs> uh, bum of the week. You're a bum, and that's all you'll ever be, a bum! Well, that hurts, man. I'm so effing excited about this t-shirt. I had to text Danielle, and like, um... Ask my size. Yeah. I used to be a medium. Well, I, I, she gave me two different sizes, one for a hoodie, one for a t-shirt. That's my girl. Yeah. Bum the week! Who you got? I don't know that I have a bum the week. I do. Okay. Nick Saban. Okay. Nick Saban got waxed. And uh, he sure did. And I feel like he showed everybody why it's important for your out-of-conference schedule to have somebody that's not Citadel. 
That's a good point. Got him. That's a good point. Be better, Nick Saban. Be better. That's a good point. I don't, I don't have a problem. I mean, you could talk about the guy who flipped out on the other guy in his vape shop. You could talk about the guy, the the, the, the girl who used to be a guy. Oh, at the, at the GameStop. GameStop? Yeah, we could talk there about that. that. We probably shouldn't talk about that, though. Um, you could talk about Homer Bailey. Well, he's a he's always he's the number one. Well, no, it, Rizzo's the number one bomb. He is always the number one bomb. He's always the bomb. Um, I could have gone with Cody Parkey. You know what? I got a bomb. But he had his field goal blocked and still outscored the entire offense. It, it, it was tipped. It was. It's still. I know. That's what I don't understand these Bear fans. Um, how about how about the Steelers? Where do you start? Uh, so first you got do you Le'Veon with, Bell, who doesn't want to play for him. Correct. And then can't you, really blame him though. No. And then and now you have. Well, um, then you had Ben blaming the season on the on distraction. Le- on distraction that was Le'Veon Bell, and now you also have, not talking to Antonio Brown, who's upset. Because he wasn't voted the MVP of the team. Well, yeah. Well, he was also upset because apparently he got an argument with Ben, um, and of course, you know, uh, their coach and is going to take Ben's side. At him. Yeah. So, uh, the Steelers team, man. Where, where kinda, do you start? They're kind of bums right now. Speaking of, I thought I'd never um, see the day when they're falling apart. You don't think the Bengals would ever actually trade for John Harbaugh or Mike Tomlin? Do you trade for them? John Harbaugh, there are apparently two teams interested in trading for him, one of which is the Miami Dolphins. Can you trade for a coach? Yes. Last coach that was traded for was Chucky, huh. who is now with the Raiders. I did not know this. You know who I mean when I say Chucky, right? Yeah. All right. I did not know this. Um, I don't think That's they Gruden would. for people who don't know. Yeah. I don't think they would. Um, I hope not. But I'm real interested in uh, – because, you know, after A.B., uh, said all these things about you know he wants to lead the team. He's requesting a trade. He's going to do an interview with James Harrison. Yeah, that was weird. Um, now, which I wonder if that's just going to be a bin bashing session. It weird flex, be. but okay. Weird. Uh, but then the um, Landry from the Browns mm-hmm. reaching out to Jarvis. Yeah, uh, Jarvis reaching out to AB like, hey man, let's make this happen. Yeah, of course he is. What but if they're what not going to make that trade within the division? Are you kidding me? Oh, that's a good point. Dang on. Steelers won't do that. They still own him. I want to see that. For happen. lack of a better word. That's true. I don't want to go down that road. No. Because LeBron, yeah, LeBron brought that to the forefront. But that would be they, interesting. They though. own the contract, and he's there until he isn't. That would be super. I. Okay, so we went through all the bums, I think. I'll that there could have been some browns. All right. What's in Ed's fridge? It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. What is in Ed's fridge? I don't know if it's everyone's favorite segment, but I know it's ours. It's everyone's favorite. Ed said so. I'm trying to think of some more, too. All right, so I got this before Christmas, um, not expecting to have a two-week hiatus, but what we have, this is called what? we're both going to drink the same one. Um, it is by Taft's Ale House. It's called Santa's Bribe Christmas Cookie Ale. Okay, let's Brewed do that. with cinnamon, ginger, and vanilla. Sounds divine. 
Hey, um, wait a minute. Speaking of Christmas cookies. <laughs> Since we didn't settle the debate on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Snickerdoodles are Christmas cookies. If you, if you want me to buy uh, Girl Scout cookies from your daughter, um, don't just post a link on Facebook. That'll never happen with Ed. Yes. You can... You will, you will have to have them call me or text me because I had to go out there and... Or show up at the door. I had to go out there and push that, that wrapping paper that nobody ever wanted on the streets and hustle that and, you know, to get a Tootsie Roll. I'm a Tootsie hustler, baby. That doubled as a piggy bank. Hove. That's my, that's my rant about Girl Scout cookies. All right. So with that, I'm going to cheers, Ed. Taft's Santa's bribe. Cheers. Boom. We made it to 2019. For Ed, I'm Aaron. We out. Out.